What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Full Press Golden Knights Podcast. As always, I am your host, Parker Perel, and thank you for joining me on this lovely Thursday edition of the podcast, where we're going to be talking about the Vegas Knights taking on the St. Louis Blues. But before we get into that, it, we can't go into this uh, podcast any further without addressing the tragedy in Vegas. There was a shooting at the UNLV campus. Obviously, this is a serious and tragic event that happened. Credit to the Vegas Knights for still playing. And also, huge shout-out to the St. Louis Blues for their moment of silence and respectful fans. It was seriously, seriously great to see so much support pour in from the fans, the NHL community, and Vegas Strong. It was very, very heartwarming to see the players at the end of the game just talk to the media about how they're there for the community. They were there earlier for uh, for another shooting in Vegas, and they said, we're going to be here for another. We're here to help heal. Vegas strong, and obviously it was hard to play a hockey game, but they still did, and I'm here to talk about it after the events that transpired, and there were a lot of storylines going into the game. So earlier in the week, St. Louis lost, uh, St. Louis beat the Golden Knights 2-1 to one, uh, in T-Mobile Arena. This was in Vegas, which was a shock because Vegas was really good at home, but now they're traveling over to St. Louis, and in that game in Vegas, St. Louis out physically played the Vegas Golden Knights, which is rare, because normally you say about the Knights, they might have lost the game, but at least they were playing physical hockey. But no, St. Louis was physically dominating the Knights, and that was rare to see. And there were no good luck shooting from Vegas. They outshot the Blues, but rarely got any of them to fall. Only got one shot past Bennington, who had a great day at the goal, and he had a great day today, despite what the score might say. We'll talk about that later. And also going into this game, it was a father's trip. And for some reason, for some reason, the Vegas Knights, they always play good on a father's trip. They're 8-0-1 all time when their parents make the trip, when their fathers make the trip. And their 8-3-3 record on the road on the year coming into this game. But they had some struggles on the road in November, of course, that we talked about in that earlier podcast. And we thought those went away against the Canucks, but it didn't look that way early in the game. Let's jump into the action, first talking about the first period. Now, it started off good for the Knights. Zach Whitecloud got his first goal of the year with assists from Nicholas Roy and Keegan Colazar getting the Knights up first 1-0. But then it was all blues to finish out the first period. A goal from Jake Neighbors, a goal from Kevin Hayes, a goal from Jordan Cairo. It was a collapse defensively from the Vegas Knights that we hadn't seen all year. It was sloppy hockey. They were getting physically outplayed yet again, and the Knight and the Blues just amped up the tempo, and the Knights couldn't keep up. It's like Cassidy, the the coach of the Knights, couldn't figure out what was going on, and the team couldn't figure out come, what was going on. They were getting beaten transition, and it was just a rough, rough first period. The only good line that I saw from the Knights was the fourth line. And that was way too late in the first period. And I don't know what Cassidy said in the intermission between the first and second period, but I want to hear it because it must have been pretty ear-tingling as here's what happened in the second period. Goals from Eichel, Marchesso, Colazar, and Amadio. Those were four, you heard me, four unanswered goals by the Vegas Knights. What a turnaround. This has only happened once before in this Vegas Knights season. And that was against Montreal. Four unanswered goals. And, of course, the Vegas Knights went on to win that game. And they went on to win this game, too. But let's talk, uh, we'll talk about 
what caused this turnaround later in the podcast. But let's move on to the third period where it was it was mostly back to back to hard fought hockey that we saw in the first time they met earlier in the week. But it, the only goal was an empty netter by William Carlson getting his 11th goal of the year, and that capped off a a six to three route, a six to three route of the St. Louis Blues. It didn't look that way early. It did not, but they turned it around. And so at the conclusion of the game, what can we, uh, at the conclusion of the game, down 3-1, the Vegas Knights had a 5-0 run and turned around the game. The stars of the game for Vegas has to be Jack Eichel, one goal and one assist, and then Keegan Colazar. He had a great game. He was everywhere on the ice. When he was on the ice, he, he was a presence. You had to have somebody on him. He was playing great on both ends of the ice. It was great to see from Keegan Colazar, who he, had a, he hasn't had a rough past couple weeks, but it definitely wasn't the best that he was playing. And it was good to see him kind of shake off that rust a little bit and be back to being a dominant force on the ice. And for St. Louis, the star of the game for them is the star of the game for them last game, James ben, uh, Jordan Bennington, excuse me, with 43 saves. And here's the reason why he's, I know he let six goals by himself, but he had 43 saves, and he's lucky he got. A, he's lucky he only let six by. It, it was like batting practice. If you watch the game, it, there were so many shots on goal, and we'll get to that when we talk about the takeaways. But the Vegas Knights got their eighth road win of the year, their eighth road win of the year, and Vegas goes to eight three and three on the road and seventeen five and five on the year, while St. Louis falls to thirteen eleven and one and seven four at home. A good look, and a really good look for the Vegas Knights, especially late in the game. But going on for this game. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Moving on to the takeaways for this game, what's going to happen later, uh, what's going to happen right now is we're going to break down what exactly happened. How did Vegas come back by down so much? And it's it goes down to the shooting game. Because Vegas had 49 shots on goal compared to the Blues' 29. Yeah, you're going to have a good day at the office when you get 49 shots on goal and the Blues only get 29. That, that means you're playing great offense and you're playing great defense as well. But a big part of the game comes down to penalties. If you watch this game, you knew it came down to penalties because there were eight, eight power plays. And that, has, that hasn't happened in Vegas Knights history. This was their first time getting eight power plays in their entire history. 16 penalty minutes for St. Louis. And you know it's not a good day when you get 16 penalty minutes. And that is the, and here's the, here's the most shocking thing that I saw coming into the game. Vegas is the least penalized team in the entire NHL. We saw it last game. We saw it last time they played. And... You were just wondering, oh, going into this game, it's going to be a defensive slugfest like we saw in the last time they played, and we'll be lucky to see any points. But 
I don't know what was happening. I don't know if St. Louis, if the team woke up on the wrong side of the bed or anything, but they were just chippy. They were out there playing ticky-tacky hockey, getting chippy fouls that they shouldn't be doing, and they didn't play like that the first time they played. And it really only happened in the second period. You didn't see it in the first period. But I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, they wanted to get chippy, wanted to go with some high stickings, with some tripping, with some hooking, and it didn't look pretty. And once again, the power play was big for Vegas. They swarmed and got close to the net. They were playing physical, and they got off plenty of shots. And and once again, we're going to talk about this, the regrouping and adjusting. It was a Bruce Cassidy masterclass. The head coach of the Vegas Knights, he did something big, big in the locker room. He re-strategized, and huge shout-out to Barbashev and Eichel. They turned it around. Their first periods were rough. I was watching the game here in my room. I was just like, what are they doing? They looked lost on the ice. But then all of a sudden, in the second period, they turned it around, and they had really good games. Shout-out to them, because I want to shout-out a player uh, players that have really rough games but then turn it around because at the end of the day that's what the game's all about is being the best you you can be tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And we are now going to talk about not the, uh, we're now going to talk about the previews for the next games. After two straight games against the St. Louis Blues, we're going to talk about two straight games, not against the same team. We're going to do a double preview against the Stars and the San Jose Sharks, because I will not be here until Monday. We do not do episodes on the weekends, so I'm here to talk about both games. We're going to do this kind of back-to-back style. First, we're going to talk about the Stars, and then we're going to talk about the San Jose game. So let's jump in right into things, talking about the Stars. Dallas is 14-7-3 overall and 6-4 at home. They have a good home ice advantage, and you know who you want to watch out for? It's Joel Pavelski. 24 points, 11 goals, and he's an all-around stud. And you got to watch him. You have to watch him on the ice because he is one of those players where if he disappears, you don't want to see him when he reappears because he's about to get a shot. He is one of those players who is lethal on the ice. You also got to watch out for Jason Robertson. He has 14 assists. This is a very good Dallas team. I know with the Vegas Knights, they have a really good record. But Dallas and Vegas fans, they might look past the 14-7-3, and and but... That's still a really that's a really good team. That is a really good record. I I've seen a lot of people just shun the star uh, get a little cocky with the Vegas Knights record, but the Stars they're 14-7 and 3. That's a really good hockey team. You're talking about a team that did that has done really good and uh, that has done really good in the playoffs the past couple years. So this is a team to watch out for. And the Dallas Stars have lost two straight, but they have a game against the Capitals at the Capitals on Thursday night. We'll see how it goes. Of course, then they will play Vegas, and Vegas will play against them. And let's talk about how Vegas will do up against them. Vegas, they've recently struggled on the road in November. We touched up on that earlier, but still, they are 8-3-3 on the road overall. And coming back to this past game, 
they look to be having a lot of fun out there. Uh, they, they had a lot of fun on the ice. Like I said, it was bat- batting practice. They were having a lot of fun getting up shots, and th- they're going to be without Aiden Hill, their goalie, and without Alec Martinez, both to lower body in- injuries. And that, that's the rumor, at least. With, uh, with Alec Martinez, Aiden Hill will not be there. Those are huge losses to the Vegas Knights team. But Vegas, if they continue with their offensive ability that they've had so far, they're going to be a tough team. They are going to be a tough team to beat. And I have Vegas coming out on top, but this is going to be a game to watch. If you're not doing anything on Friday night, watch the Vegas Knights. Moving on to the San Jose game, San Jose will be traveling to Vegas. This is going to be a home game for the Knights at T-Mobile Arena. And it's going to be the battle of... Uh, of the top of the Pacific Division versus the bottom of the Pacific Division. The Sharks are 7-12, uh, 7-17-2, 2-11 on the road. Yikes, not the best look. So who do you want to watch out for on the Sharks? Thomas Hurdle. He does everything for the Sharks. 21 points, 7 goals, and he also leads the team with 14 assists. So if you're able to bottle up Hurdle, you're basically bottling up the entire Sharks scoring capability. So that should be the Vegas Knights' target of the game. So what does Vegas need to do in this game? They need to not underestimate the Sharks because the Sharks are playing their best hockey they've played all year round. I know it not might not look like that because their record still is 7-17-2, but if you've been watching their games, they've been getting better each time they've played. And they, But that said, the Vegas Knights, I still have them winning this game because they're a good stout team, they have great coaching, and they are just better all Uh, in all facets but that said the knights shouldn't look past the sharks because they have been getting better but i just trust the coaching i trust the strategy i trust the players more than the knights but that said i still think the knights win by a comfortable margin but i think the sharks hang in there and prove they can fight but anyways that's going to do it for this episode of full press golden knights as always i'm your host parker perel thank you so much for joining in and we'll see you next week make sure to watch those games i'll be right here to recap them Don't go anywhere. We'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.